0: and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to
1: 500-500. Tonight, the high-stakes trip to Mexico for top U.S. officials to address America's border crisis, what Mexico wants in return for helping to stem the influx of migrants. The secretaries of state and homeland security head south as thousands of people travel across Mexico in hopes of reaching the U.S. A victory for Donald Trump. He can appear on Michigan's primary ballot. What it means for the 2024 presidential election could wet wintry weather impact your New Year's plans. We'll have the forecast.
2: There's fraud going on. Absolutely.
1: The important warning about Kratom, a supplement people are using to treat anxiety. The FDA saying it could be addictive and even deadly.
2: They're selling it like it's coffee or tea.
1: I was just trying to teach you
2: the value of a dollar.
1: All oh, my head was 68 cents. That's right. And we remember Tom Smothers, one half of the iconic comedy duo, the Smothers Brothers.
3: Tom, what is the message? This song sends to
1: you. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin tonight with the crisis at the southern border. Right now, a massive convoy of migrants is making its way through Mexico and towards the United States. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas traveled to Mexico City today. They met with Mexico's president to discuss ways to stem the flow of migrants coming into this country. Mexico's president says he is willing to help, but wants the U.S. to address the main cause of the problem by improving relations with Venezuela and Cuba. He also wants more money for development in the region. Border security agents, aid groups and local communities are stretched thin with a near record number of asylum seekers approaching the U.S.-Mexico border every day. Thousands of migrants, most from Central and South America, are part of the latest caravan moving through southern Mexico. CBS's Christina Ruffini will start us off tonight
4: looking to start the new year in a new country. As many as 10,000 migrants per day are crossing the southern border into the United States. Joe Biden has to help us, says this man from Honduras. Meanwhile, about 8,000 men, women and children from multiple Latin American countries are making their way north through Mexico, the largest such caravan in months. The influx is having an impact as far north as New York, where the city says taking care of asylum seekers will cost an estimated $12 billion over the next three years. This chartered plane carrying hundreds of migrants from El Paso to Queens was forced to land in Philadelphia Tuesday night due to bad weather. The passengers instead boarded buses bound for Manhattan, arranged by Texas Governor Greg Abbott.
2: You tell Texas Governor Abbott to stop the games and use of migrants as potential, as political pawns.
4: Today, the mayors of New York, Chicago, and Denver came together to pressure the federal government for help.
2: The federal government must take responsibility and lead on this humanitarian crisis instead of leaving it for cities and localities to handle.
4: Migration was also high on the agenda for Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's visit to Mexico, where President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has said he expects it to be a key issue in next year's U.S. presidential election.
3: Biden's open border has opened the floodgates to record numbers.
4: The troubled southern border is already the subject of a new campaign ad from the Republican frontrunner.
2: President Trump had our border secured and he'll do it again.
1: And Christina Ruffini joins us now. This is such a complex issue. When these migrants make it over to the U.S., how long before their cases are seen before immigration court? Sometimes years. There's now a
4: backlog of more than three million cases. These hearings are getting scheduled so far in advance. It's delaying decisions for legitimate, potentially vulnerable asylum seekers, Mm -hmm. as well as deportations
1: for those who might not have a valid claim. All right, Christina Ruffini, thank you. Michigan Supreme Court handed former President Donald Trump a legal victory today. It ruled that Trump's name could, in fact, remain on the ballot for the upcoming Republican primary. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports the decision comes a week after Colorado Supreme Court took a different approach.
3: Nearly three years to the day after January 6th, Donald Trump is tangled in a growing number of legal battles over his role in what happened that day. The Michigan Supreme Court today swatted away a request to prevent Trump from appearing on the state's 2024 primary ballot for allegedly violating the 14th Amendment's ban on supporting insurrection. The court order said we are not persuaded that the questions presented should be reviewed by this court. The decision is the opposite of one reached by Colorado's Supreme Court last week, which ruled by a 4-3 margin to strip Trump from that state's primary ballot. The FBI tells CBS News it's investigating threats against the Colorado justices amid reports of calls for their arrest or execution in the days after the ruling. With more than a dozen states now reviewing these types of challenges, the stage could be set for a review and decision by the U.S. Supreme Court early next year. Right now, uh, we have different results from different states. I think the Supreme Court's going to be concerned about that. Trump today said any attempt to keep him off the primary ballot is a pathetic gambit to rig the election and that Colorado is the only state to have fallen prey to the scheme. I don't think this is the last word. Potentially at some point in the future, uh, Mr. Trump is subject to a potential criminal conviction that could change the analysis under uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Today, Special Counsel Jack Smith indicated in a court filing he may call members of Congress at Trump's criminal trial and ask the judge to block Trump from arguing police were responsible for the attack on the Capitol. That trial is scheduled to begin March 4th, but it could be delayed as an appeals court reviews Trump's argument that he's shielded from prosecution by presidential immunity. Tariqa, the U.S. Supreme Court has opted not to intervene and settle the dispute, at least not yet.
1: All right. Well, stay tuned. Scott McFarland. Thank you. Tonight, we're learning disturbing new details about the mysterious deaths of a pregnant teenager and her boyfriend. The bodies of 18-year-old Savannah Soto and the father of her child were found in a car yesterday afternoon with gunshot wounds. CBS's Christian Benavides spoke to her mother about the horrifying scene.
5: I don't want to believe it. she's gone. It hurts too much. She was my only daughter.
1: 18-year-old Savannah
6: Soto was nine months pregnant. She and her boyfriend, 22-year-old Matthew Guerra, were reported missing on Saturday after they didn't show up for an appointment to induce labor.
5: Because she was shot. And all that was going through my mind was the baby. Is the baby still alive? What was she thinking? You know, was she crying out for me?
6: Soto's family says the couple was found late yesterday inside a locked car in a parking lot about three miles from where they lived. Police said the bodies had been there for three or four days. Soto's brother told CBS News the family was tipped off to the location of the car and he arrived to the seat at the same time as the police. He told us Savannah Soto was in the front seat with a baby carrier and Gara was in the back seat. He said both were shot behind the right ear. Police say they are looking for a suspect. They are investigating it as a murder, but have not released a motive.
7: What we're looking at right now is a very, very perplexing crime scene. And detectives right now are looking at this as a possible murder, and uh, but we don't know for sure. Soto's family is looking for answers. Her mother
6: wonders if the tumultuous relationship between her daughter and her boyfriend was a factor.
5: As far as what happened to her, I think it has something to do with him and things that he was doing, not my daughter. We've
6: reached out to Guerra's family and have not heard back. There is a vigil scheduled to take place here at this park near the family home tomorrow in honor of Savannah Soto and her unborn child, who she planned to name Fabian. Mm.
1: Jerika. Christian, thank you. Turning to weather now, where a massive winter storm that blanketed the central parts of the U.S., And snow is now moving east, bringing drenching rain. Flood watches and warnings are in effect from Florida to New England. For more on that, let's go to our meteorologist, Mike Bettis, from our partners at the Weather Channel. Mike, good evening.
6: Jerica, good evening. We're still dealing with our sprawling storm across the Northeast and Midwest, bringing us periods of heavy rain, slowing down holiday travel here along I-95 and some of the airports, and cold enough to bring some snow across the Midwest, including a couple of inches of accumulation in and around St. Louis. But then we talk about the new year. New Year's Eve forecast for us for the ball drop in New York City. Dry temperatures should be in the 40s. As a whole, the country should remain dry for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day in most places. And take a look at this forecast. It shows a A lot of dry out there, a lot of sunshine for us on New Year's Day itself. One area to watch, Jerika, that could include across the Gulf Coast, New Orleans to Atlanta. Rain showers in the forecast for 2024.
1: All right, Mike, we appreciate it. Thank you. Today, the White House announced plans to provide up to $250 million in additional military aid to Ukraine. It includes air defense munitions and artillery and what will be the last aid package unless, of course, Congress approves additional funding. House Republicans have insisted a compromise on immigration along with U.S. security border uh, border security rather is crucial to negotiate any foreign aid package to Israel. Now, where the military says it is expanding its offensive in central Gaza, calling it a new battle zone here in Washington. A top aide to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is meeting with the Biden administration about when and how the war might come to an end. CBS's Ian Lee reports tonight from Tel Aviv.
7: Medics today searched the aftermath of the latest Israeli airstrike in Khan Yunus. Amid the chaos in this southern Gaza city, they aided the injured and gathered the dead. More than 21,000 Palestinians have now been killed in Gaza, according to the Hamas-run Ministry of Health. Too often, it's the children bearing the brunt of this war. Four Tiny bodies covered with burns from a strike on a crowded refugee camp now cram this one hospital bed. Palestinians, hoping for safety, head to U.N. schools. But the fighting still reaches them as Israel expands its offensive into central Gaza's refugee camps. Witnesses say an Israeli shell hit this classroom, killing people while they slept. They tell you there are green zones, but these are all rumors. There are no safe zones in Gaza, he says. Israel defense forces have not commented. Israel continues to tell Palestinians to move south toward Rafah, but its focus is also on the northern border. The IDF says it targeted Hezbollah forces in Lebanon after it said the militants fired dozens of rockets into Israel. And tonight, Jerika, Israeli War Cabinet Minister Benny Gantz issued a direct warning, threatening stronger military force against Hezbollah if the world doesn't stop the Lebanese militants.
1: Ian Lee, thank you. A major legal win for Apple. A U.S. appeals court paused a ban on the newest smartwatches. The tech giant can keep selling its Series 9 and Ultra 2 watches until at least January 10th. That's when U.S. Customs is set to determine if the redesigned watches still infringe on a medical device maker's patents. In October, the U.S. International Trade Commission ruled Apple illegally used blood oxygen technology for the new watches. Well, tonight, a Pentagon official tells CBS News that the military has started reviewing the discharge papers of veterans who were kicked out over their sexual orientation. The initiative was announced in September after a year long CBS News investigation into the negative impact of those less than honorable discharges. CBS's Jim Axelrod sat down with one veteran he met a year ago whose life has changed for the better.
2: On the very same day, the Pentagon announced it was taking steps to help LGBTQ veterans.
4: DOD will, for the first time, begin proactively reviewing the military records of veterans discharged because of their sexual orientation.
2: Donnie Ray Allen, a Marine Corps vet, was taking a huge step of his own. What's up, beautiful people? I just thought on the anniversary of the appeal
6: of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, that I would inform you guys that today I registered for my first ever college courses.
2: A dream he gave up in 1998 when he was kicked out of the military during Don't Ask, Don't Tell, the policy banning gay and lesbian troops from serving openly. We first sat down with Alan last year. It's like if you put your hand on your hip, if you
6: sit with your legs crossed, like it was always like the witch hunt was always around no matter what during those times in the military.
2: Since then, we've followed Donnie Ray Allen's pursuit of a discharge upgrade. So right now, I am a honorably discharged United States Marine Corporal. And with it, those life-changing benefits. Could you be doing what you're doing now with your life? Could you have gone back to school? No. Without the GI Bill? No, absolutely not. CBS News spent months documenting the impact of having an other than honorable discharge.
5: It hurt. Because my country's telling me I'm not good enough to serve because of who I love, not because of anything else, just because of who I love.
2: Just last month, Alan's friend, Amy Long, got word her honorable discharge came through. Alan spoke for her and thousands of others. It made me proud
6: to be like an American in a sense that actually finally our government is like looking at us and being like, you are a valid reason for us to do this. How long had it been since you felt that kind of pride? I graduated boot camp June of 1994. That would probably be the last time.
2: Jim Axelrod, CBS News, Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Tragic consequences behind a habit-forming supplement widely sold online and at gas stations. That's next.
5: Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Rocket Money has over five million users and has helped save its members an average of seven hundred twenty dollars a year, with over five hundred million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty two.
1: In tonight's Health Watch, a warning about the herbal supplement called Kratom. The FDA says millions of Americans used it to treat pain, anxiety, and opioid withdrawal. But it's blamed for addiction, seizures, and even deaths. CBS's Mark Strassman spoke with a family on a mission to spread the word about a potentially dangerous product. In this security
8: video, Dustin Hernandez has minutes to live. He collapses, has a seizure, and dies. Toxicology testing blamed the toxic effects of mitragenine, typically marketed as kratom.
5: Very painful to watch.
8: Dusty Young, the victim's sister, says her brother took kratom for his anxiety.
3: He was in denial about it, being addictive.
8: Kratom's commonly marketed as a wellness wonder, widely sold online and in gas stations. The FDA says kratom is addictive. It warns not to use kratom because of the risk of serious adverse effects. Since 2014, the agency has tried to bar kratom
2: from being imported. Every bag of kratom on the shelf got here by people who are fraudulently saying it's something else. Lawyer Talis
8: Abelins represents the family of Dustin Hernandez. There's fraud going on.
2: Absolutely. And what makes it even worse is that they're selling it like it's coffee. Or tea. Good news the American kratom, 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 kratom Association, the AKA, admits
8: the industry has many illegitimate products. How many kratom players are there?
3: I guess about eight thousand. And how many legitimate ones are there? Uh, I would say three dozen, maybe a few more than that.
8: But AKA right. spokesman Mac Hatto blames the FDA.
3: They simply say we're not going to regulate. We want to ban it. They should be regulating it and protecting consumers.
8: The AKA is pushing the Kratom Consumer Protection Act what it calls a best practices standard. 11 states have passed a local version of the act. But
2: critics say the issue is kratom itself. This kratom product is associated with seizures, coma and death. And if that had been on the bag, a lot of lives would be saved. Dustin Hernandez was a shy guy. His family intends
8: to be a loud voice for accountability. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Dallas.
1: Two fishermen make a life-saving catch, not on the high seas, but off of a highway. That's next. In northwest Indiana, two men who were scouting for fishing spots helped reel in a miracle rescue. Police say a driver was trapped in his pickup truck for six days after he careened off a highway, crashed under a bridge, and partially into a creek. Two fishermen spotted the mangled truck and the driver pinned to his seat. They stayed with him until rescue crews arrived. Authorities say the driver survived by drinking rainwater. Well, tonight's Powerball jackpot has soared to an estimated 700 million dollars. No one matched all six numbers in the Christmas Day drawing. This would mark the ninth largest jackpot in Powerball history. We'll remember the life and legacy of Tom Smothers of the famed Smothers Brothers coming up next.
0: That's O-V dot C-O-O-P.
1: Finally tonight, Tom Smothers, one half of the legendary comedy and musical duo, the Smothers Brothers, has died.
3: One thing that came out of mom that was Pony. Come on.
1: <laughs> you. <And> one, you. <laughs> Alongside his younger brother, Dick, Tom co-hosted the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour right here on CBS. It was one of television's most popular, influential, yet controversial shows of the late sixties. Despite its popularity, CBS famously canceled the show in the middle of its third season due to clashes with network censors. In a statement, Dick's mother said, Tom was not only the loving older brother that everyone would want in their life, he was a one of a kind creative partner. Tom's mother died Tuesday at his home in California following a battle with cancer he was 86 years old. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell and all of us here. I'm Jerika Duncan. Have a good night.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.
6: Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster, Sleeper. We've got it all covered every round, reaction shows all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Ion College Basketball Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.